Welcome to What's Up with Dr. Rupp, where we explore the supernatural. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Rupp. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to talk about commanding the weather. And we do have biblical precedence for this, that it is okay for us to do this because Jesus did it. And he said that the things that he did, we will do and even greater things. I do want to talk about and stress the importance of our words and our voice. And I want you to remember that God spoke the world into existence. So he spoke, he said, let there be light. And then there was light. So I just want you to remember that the power of the words and the voice, God spoke things and it created things. It uh, made things come into existence that had not been. Um, so the power of his words and his voice, he commanded things to be done. And then Jesus spoke. So using his words and his voice, he spoke to the wind and the waves and they obeyed his command his voice, his words. So Mark 4 verses 35 through 41, it says, on the same day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us cross over to the other side. So he's telling his disciples, let's get in the boat, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. So now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was on the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them again, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? So Jesus did it. He spoke to um, destructive weather. He had authority to do it. And he, again, told us that the things that he did, we would do. He said he had been given all authority on heaven and on earth. And then he said he was giving us authority. We are seated with Christ in heavenly realms. We are ruling and reigning on this earth with delegated authority from him. But he told us that the things that he did, we would do. Believers in Jesus would do. And we know that the storm was not a storm that God sent because just like, you know, the Holy Spirit and angels will never, ever contradict the Bible. And God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are always in unity. They don't ever contradict each other. They're, they're all in unity. They're all in agreement. Jesus would not have calmed the storm if God had sent it. He wouldn't have done something out of out of disunity um, with God. He, you know, they're in unity. And in John 5, 19, it says, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees the father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. They're in harmony, they're in agreement. And so if, if God would have caused that storm, Jesus wouldn't have stopped it. So demonic um, spirits have been known to, um, let's just say this, witches and Satanists, they can cast spells, they can use demonic powers to send destructive weather, including things like tornadoes. And in, I want to talk about um, this book that I read a while back. It's called Seven Days with a Witch. And the author, his name is Don Allen Jr., he recounted the story of what happened to him and he revealed then what he learned afterwards. So he had gone into this small town to hold a tent revival 
and he met a witch the first night of the revival. She actually came to the revival and she was the high witch of the four corners. She was sent there to kill him. She was sent on assignment by the enemy to kill this guy to end the tent revival. And she ended up though, he ended up leading her to Jesus and she gave her life to Jesus that night. And, but on one of the days during the week, he was in that area after the witch got saved, the tornado sirens in the town started going off. And it sounds like it was just a really tiny, small town, just moments before it had been totally sunny and clear. And then all of a sudden, almost right on top of them, a tornado was forming. And so they had to drive to a shelter down the road, and but no one had keys to get into the shelter. And the funnel cloud then had followed them and it was right on top of them again at the shelter. And so they left and drove across town to the school's shelter and then the tornado reversed direction and followed them again. And one of the women who was with him, she got fed up and she started actually yelling at the funnel at the tornado, commanding it to dissipate in Jesus' name. And the author said that every time the name of Jesus was spoken, the funnel cloud would go back up into the clouds and then it would try to come back down again, but she kept rebuking it and commanding that it dissipate in Jesus' name. And then suddenly it was just gone and done. So she commanded it to go. And I have heard so many stories. I've seen video proof of this, of people going out and rebuking um, hurricanes and tornadoes and storms and having them just disappear and just go away, rebuking it in the name of Jesus. Um, Now this guy, the author, Don, when he saw that witch later on, she told him, so after the tornado, she told him that her parents who were also witches, that they had actually sent that tornado to kill him. And um, a man who had been with the witch when the tornado sirens had gone off, she had apparently just gotten off of the phone with her mom and the tornado sirens got off. And so she disappears and goes into this room and she's looking for something. She's going to grab something. And then she runs out in the front yard and apparently she was on her knees in the grass and she had this dagger over her head and she was yelling something that he could not understand. He couldn't make out what she was saying, but he stopped her and asked what she was doing. And she said that she had to stop the the tornado because she knew that her parents had sent this tornado and she was trying to stop it. But the man told her, this is not how we do it. This, this may be how you used to do it. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here. Um, but he, you know, he basically told her, this is not how we do it. We do not cast spells against it. We pray. And so it was indeed prayer that did stop the tornado, but, um, just a very interesting story, right? She, she knew that the tornado had been sent by her parents to kill him. And she told him that. Um, I want to also talk about one other thing. So I live in the Midwest and we had some rain here a few years back. I think it was like 2019, but we had some rain and we had a big rainstorm. And when it came, it left all of the windshields on the cars and like the glass on the windows. There was this dirt, like just covered in dirt when it rained, it was like raining dirt. And it actually said on the news that dirt had been picked up from, from land in New Mexico and Texas from that Southwest area. Um, so it had been brought there and brought here in the storm. And then, so we had all this dirt on our, on our windshields and I just, it felt significant and I didn't know why. And I'm like, okay, I feel like there's something going on with this. And so I prayed into it and the Lord revealed to me that it had actually been an assignment of the enemy to bring defiled land to our area and witchcraft, defiles 
the land. It's a sin. We're not supposed to do it. And there is a prevalence of new age and witchcraft practices in those areas. Leviticus, Le, uh, Leviticus 1931 says, do not turn to mediums and seek out spiritists for you will be defiled by them. But also land can be defiled because of these practices. So that defiled land that had been brought here and deposited onto our land, onto our soil, it was now defiling our land because it was defiled. So in this specific case, I felt led to, you know, I couldn't stop, well, I didn't think to stop the rain because it was just rain, but it was just dirty rain. And then I realized afterwards, I'm like, it's so dirty. But in that case, because the Lord had revealed that it was defiled land that had been brought here, I felt led to identificationally repent for any sins that had ever been done on that land that defiled it. And I asked God for forgiveness for any of those sins that had ever been committed by anybody on that land that had been brought here. And then I asked God to cleanse that land and to cancel and break any curses that may have been on it. Um, we do have authority to do that. We do have authority over destructive weather. Again, Jesus did it. He said that the things he did, we would do. He gave us delegated authority to do that kind of thing. And John 10.10, it says it's the thief, the devil, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We know that Jesus came to give us life and give us life in abundance. So anytime the enemy is coming and trying to steal, kill, or destroy, we have authority over that and we can do something about it, including with destructive weather. And we can command that it stop. So if there's something destructive like a tornado, we have the authority to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Okay. Um, and actually, you know what? A few days ago we had, um, I woke up in the middle of the night and I just heard the wind whipping and it was just like a lot of really strong winds and it had woken me up, the sound of the wind. And God had told me to just, you know, speak to it and say, peace be still. And I did. And the wind stopped and I was able to go back to bed and we, we didn't have any issue. But if there is something destructive like that, you know, we have authority over that. We can rebuke it in the name of Jesus. So thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Join me next time as we continue to explore the supernatural on What's Up with Dr. Rupp.